Welcome to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Wooland. This podcast is for frustrated men and women who think they've tried everything to lose body fat and aren't willing to give up on their fitness goals. I'm going to give you clear, actionable steps to cut through all the bullshit in the industry, focus on what actually works, and dominate every aspect of your life. Now let's get into today's episode. So this episode of the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast is all about changing behaviors. Because let's face it, to some degree, you know what you need to do in order to accomplish your fitness goals, right? You need to exercise regularly and you need to eat well. And obviously with the right plan, like running a great program and following a sustainable diet, you'll get better results than just working out and eating healthy. But if you can't do it consistently because you've got shitty habits, then there's not a program or diet in the world that's going to transform your life. So when I put a client on the luxury lifestyle nutrition allowance or one of my flagship programs, like the fast phallus frequency method, metabolic muscle madness, or anabolic anatomy, they don't magically get world-class results because if they can't run those programs consistently and they don't change their behaviors, nothing's going to change. It doesn't matter how good of a program is that you're running. and It doesn't matter how good your nutrition is if you can't adhere to it long-term. You have to create sustainability. So one of the first things I do before taking on a client is I educate them on how to change behaviors through something called the trans-theoretical model of behavioral change. And what this does is it creates a high level of awareness on the psychology of how to make changes that last. And then what I do is I have them identify the barriers that derailed their previous attempts to accomplishing their goals in the past. Because if they can recognize what the common causes of failure were previously, they can anticipate what's likely going to cause them again, pardon me, that's likely going to cause them to fail again in the future, right? And then through my coaching, when those barriers come up, my secret power is narrowing down the one thing that we can implement to get ahead of the problem before it's too late. And then this way, they can stay consistent for long enough that the new behaviors become more than just habits. They actually become part of their identity. They become part of who they are and how they live. And when you can do that, you'll never have to start over again. You'll accomplish your goals and you'll sustain that success. Right? Um, Because in the beginning, change is hard. But once it becomes your new normal, It's no longer change. It's just who you are and how you behave. And there's a really powerful TED Talk by Ann Cuddy that's called Fake It Till You Make It. But the secret message in that presentation is that if you fake it long enough, you become it. So this episode is going to teach you how to become the person you want to be through consistently executing on the behaviors that will mold you into that person long term. So... The first thing you need to do if you want to make lasting changes is understand how we adapt to new habits through the trans-theoretical model of behavioral change. It's a theory that breaks down behavioral change into different stages with the final stage becoming a place of sustainability. And here are those stages. Excuse me. Stage number one is pre-contemplation. And pre-contemplation... It's really just before you're even considering making any changes at all. Like you're not even really aware that you want to. Contemplation 
stage number two is when you start to become aware that you need to start doing some things different, right? When you move into stage number three, stage number three is all about preparation. Basically, this means that you start taking change more seriously. You pick up a plan. You go shopping for new gym clothes. You get a gym membership or anything that needs to happen before your new behaviors can be acted upon, right? So you're preparing to make change. From there, you need to move into action. It's all about taking action. Success is about taking action. And action is when you start acting upon the behaviors that were that you were previously preparing for, okay? Now, in this context, that's going to be your healthy habits, right? That means getting in more steps, drinking more water, going to the gym, eating better, and all of those kinds of positive, like, healthy lifestyle changes that are going to, like, you know, create an outcome for you, right? But the key to taking action is... You have to do it consistently and you have to do it for long enough that the changes you're making become your new normal. And when that happens, you've reached a state of maintenance. And maintenance occurs anywhere after like six to two years of consistent new behaviors without, this is the key here, without relapsing and falling back into the old previous behaviors that led you to want to make change in the first place. So you can't fall back into your old habits. Not within that time frame. if you want to expect those new habits to last and become part of your identity. So the secret to making lasting behavioral change is avoiding relapsing into those old behaviors. And relapse... It occurs when like barriers come up, whether they're big or small, and they get in the way of you staying consistent and they cause you to stop. Most of the time, things that cause relapse are going to be things like injuries, illnesses, trips, holidays, a change of work, family matters, those kinds of things, right? It's anything that derails your progress and consistency of your new implemented behaviors. And it's like, you got to be realistic. You can't pretend that those things that would cause relapse aren't going to happen. Because as much as it would be nice to, we don't live in our own separate bubble where the rest of the world and its challenges don't exist. So what do you do? Because those things are going to come up, right? Well, you don't give up. And you don't not try knowing that those things are going to like possibly derail your progress. You simply look at your previous attempts to accomplish your goals and all the times that you failed. And then you recognized what caused you to fall off track each time. Um, There's a really popular saying and it's success leaves clues. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret. So does failure. There's not a single person in the world who hasn't tried and failed. But what separates the winners from the losers is that the winners learn from their failures. They don't make the same mistakes repeatedly and they plan for success. So success leaves clues, but guess what? Failure leaves even bigger clues. So you need to recognize 
the things that caused you to fail in the past, right? So what I want you to do right now is take a minute to think about all the times that you've tried to accomplish your fitness goals in the past and you failed, right? You need to think of those times and you need to recognize what caused your relapses. And to be honest, like you might need to take more than a minute because the average person has tried and failed to find consistency with their with their health and fitness goals like 12 to 16 times and some more. So if you need to pause this, take a moment to reflect or do it again after listening. And then all you need to do once you've recognized the things that caused you to fail in the past is recognize the one thing that you need to change or prepare for that will have the biggest impact on preventing future relapses. Does that make sense? Like if you can recognize what caused you to relapse in the past, then that's leaving a clue that it's a possibility that those things will cause you to relapse in the future. So you need to recognize what's the one thing you need to do that will prevent that challenge from making you fall off track. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you some examples. Okay. So say in the past you were training, you're eating well, right? You were doing great. You were working out at night after your work day and before you got home for dinner, but then your kid's hockey season started which meant you didn't have time to drive home, pack your clothes, get to the gym, and then get home in time to get your kid to hockey. So the solution to that problem is to go to the gym immediately after work, which might mean the solution to your problem is packing your gym clothes the night before. But if you live anything like me, your nights are hectic. So that's not likely going to happen. Well, then you need to pack all your gym clothes for the week on Sunday like I do, right? But maybe you don't have enough room in your gym bag for that. So then the one thing you need to do that's going to have the biggest impact on your success is buying a gym, a bigger gym bag, right? Because if you buy a bigger gym bag, you can pack your clothes on Sunday. And if you pack your clothes on Sunday, you can go straight to the gym from work and you won't relapse, right? So there's solutions to the problem, but each of those solutions like represent, you know, other barriers or obstacles. So you systematically recognize the barriers that come up when problem solving those solutions and then narrow it down to that one thing. And in this case, the one thing is buy a bigger gym bag. Cause if you don't buy a bigger gym bag, you won't be able to pack all your clothes. And if you're not able to pack all your clothes, it's likely that you won't pack your clothes in the evening before the gym, which means you won't make it to the gym, but you need to stay consistent, right? So that's your one thing in a circumstance like this. Now, another example would be you're cruising along and you're making progress because you have a meal plan and you have a a workout routine that works, but then you change jobs and now you've got to commute further to work. So, the time that you used to have to drive to the gym in the morning is gone. You can't get back time, right? And if anybody knows how to like manufacture time, please shoot me a message, right? You can message me on Instagram at Tom the Trainer Fitness. 
say uh, that you can you can manufacture time because I'm going to need your help. But all jokes aside, like you can't get back time. And if you stop training, you're going to relapse. So the solution to your problem is you don't have time to drive to the gym. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe you could go to the gym in the morning before work, but if you're anything like me, that's a grind. It works for some people. Maybe it doesn't work for you. So that's not going to work. Okay. And you can't train after work anymore. So then you probably need to start training at home, but maybe you don't have any equipment at home. So that means that the only way that you can train at home is if you get some equipment at home. Okay. Maybe the problem solved, except, uh oh, space is limited at home, right? So then you need to be intentional about exactly what equipment you get so you can train in the space that you have available, right? But now you have no clue what equipment you need to get and how to set up a proper routine with those space restrictions and the appropriate equipment. So then what's the one thing you need to do in order to keep training? You need to train at home, but you don't know how to set up training at home based upon having the right equipment, right? So if you want to solve this problem, then... You need to either find a coach who has programs for that exact environment, right? Like my program, Metabolic Muscle Madness, that uses minimal equipment for training at home in minimal space. Or you need to find a program online that uses minimal equipment and minimal space. One of those solutions is really quick and simple. And one of those solutions is going to take some research. One of those solutions is going to cost you time figuring out what to buy and how to find a free program online, searching the internet for it. And the other one is going to cost no time aside from asking for help. Okay. But obviously it's probably going to have a financial cost, but at the end of the day, the one thing you need to do is find a program and equipment that you can use in the space that you have, because once you found the right program and the equipment, you can train at home. So the one thing to solve your problem is to not train at home. It's to find the right equipment and program to be able to train at home, right? It's about narrowing down the one thing that's going to have the biggest effect on your ability to stay consistent about the one thing. Here's one more example from a client of mine named Jared. So Jared was crushing it on metabolic muscle madness training at home. And then a last minute trip for work came out. Um, it was a last minute trip and he didn't know how long he was going to be there because it was a, it was a work project that he didn't know he was going to have to go to. He knew he had to go. He didn't know for how long he could find a gym and he could get to a hotel, right? Or he could get a hotel, pardon me, that had a fridge and a microwave. But having a fridge and a microwave wouldn't allow him to run his meal plan that was working really well while he was away. He wouldn't be able to run the same program while he was away that he was running at home. So the one thing that I needed to do that would have the biggest impact on his ability to keep consistent with his food was building out a meal plan that had 
less cooked foods and had more things like sandwiches, oatmeal, cereal, protein powder, boiled eggs, and other items like that. He needed to be able to run an effective meal plan from the confines from the confines of a hotel room. Okay. Now, looking at that though, the one thing Jared needed to do was ask me in advance so he could be prepared and just follow the plan that I laid out for him instead of just going on his trip and coming back from it with excuses. And if he wasn't working with me, the one thing he needed to do was commit to eating as healthy as possible within his own knowledge base in order to limit the damage while he was away, continue to train and work out in the gym while he was away, and then commit, commit to immediately going back to his original diet as soon as possible so that his short-term relapse didn't become a long-term relapse. Does that make sense? So it's like avoiding relapse sometimes for some people, for Jared, for example, if he wasn't working with me, he wouldn't have known how to not relapse from his diet. Okay. So the best thing he could do in that situation was make sure that that period off was minimal and minimized and he got right back on track as soon as possible so he stayed consistent long term with his new behaviors that were leading to his success but he was working with me so we were able to give him a diet that allowed for him to crush it while he was away so i had to recognize one thing for jared and the one thing jared needed to recognize was asking for help in advance so he could be prepared right so again it's all about recognizing that one thing that will make it that you avoid relapse okay so pardon me this is kind of a quick episode today because like i know making change isn't hard isn't easy i should say like making change isn't easy um but it is simple it's not complicated okay making change comes down to understanding the behavioral change model and keeping yourself consistent long enough to get to a state of maintenance by recognizing what's caused your relapses in the past. Then what you do is you put procedures in place to overcome those barriers when they come up in the future. And when new barriers come up, you quickly recognize the solution and you narrow it down to that one thing that will allow for all the other cards to fall in place. Or you can just hire a coach to figure it out along the way if you don't want to do it yourself. But either way, it comes down to being prepared and committing to consistency. Okay. Uh, Now, if you found this episode useful, please do me a favor. Leave me a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Super excited about the podcast. It's at 1,300 downloads right now. So I appreciate all of you. I appreciate you for listening. And if you want some one-to-one help because you're frustrated and you're tired of failing, if you're one of those people who have failed 12 to 16 times in the past and you're frustrated and tired of that, message me the word coaching on Instagram at Tom the Trainer Fitness. If I think you're serious about making change, we'll put the perfect plan in place so all you have to do is execute. Thanks for listening. Have the best day ever. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode valuable, please give me a five-star review and share it on your social media so I can have an even bigger impact. 
And if you want more information on how I can help you lose 15 to 52 pounds of body fat in 12 weeks, send me a message that says coaching to my Instagram at Tom the Trainer Fitness.